All right, I think we're recording. Oh yeah, we're good. We're good. It's recording. Welcome to White Tales and White Lines. This is going to be a new podcast. I'm kind of excited. I've never done one before, but I'm pretty stoked. Um, it's exciting. It's going to be about the outdoors and uh, men in general and why we think the way we do. Positive thinking, the power of prayer. It's going to be cool. We're going to have some cool special guests. And uh, right now I got a pretty inspirational guy next to me. He's he's a tattoo artist here in town. Um, he owns Electric City Inc. I'm sure if you've seen the Blue Ride and promotional videos that we've put on, you've seen this guy because he helped put that deal on. And uh, he does a lot for our community, and he's pretty much just an all-around good guy, always looking to help somebody. I, th- I think he got that from his mom. His mom's the sweetest lady in the whole world. So, Probably. Hello, everybody. Dominic Smith. Yes, Dominic Adam Smith, pretty cool guy. Thank you. <laughs> Not too bad yourself, Brady. Yeah, I, I try. Um, so, okay, so we're going to do this podcast, and we thought, how cool would it be? There are a million outdoor podcasts out there. I listen to them. I listen to them driving down the road, going to work. Um, and you know what's you know what's crazy is when you listen to podcasts. That dog. Hey, would you quit rolling around in there? She's, she's chewing on the bars of the kennel. I can hear it so loud in here, but anyways. So, okay. So, <laughs> anyways, driving down the road, going to work, right? I'm a pipeliner, so I'm always on the road. Uh, this year was probably the worst. I had been gone for like seven and a half, almost eight months. And uh, it was a good year, but it's been crazy busy. And uh, so you spend a lot of time in your truck. So, like, I am a big-time bow hunter. Love to hunt. Bow hunting is my favorite. Um, and, you know, honestly, it's kind of crazy. Uh, like, you listen to those podcasts, and they're some of them are they're all similar, and they're all really good. But the problem is, is that you listen to them, and the guys are so monotone. Like, the best podcast to listen to, I think, hands down, is Rump Chat. I don't know if you've ever, like, I had the privilege of getting a rodeo with Justin Rumford and travel with him and drive him around. And that was the... When we went down to Texas, I think we was listening to it. Yes, yes. And it's hilarious. Him and Hambone kill it. They are the funniest guys ever. And so, just like them being inspirations for the rest of us, and that's what it is. Um, you know, he inspired me to become a rodeo clown, and 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 I love love it. Uh, but no, you listen to those other podcasts, and those guys are so monotone; it makes you want to go to sleep driving down the road. Yeah, and it's like okay, and they all talk about the same thing. Do you have troubles in your life? Is your marriage falling apart? Well, it's probably because you're a jerk. Like, and if if you talk like that to your wife all the time, and she had to listen to that, I'd get bored with you too. Right. Like, my wife, uh, she is a pistol. She's about like me. Like, she keeps me on my toes, and and I do the same for her. You've had the privilege of meeting her. Yeah. She's she's a wildcat, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and she's not afraid to tell you how it is. So, and it it helps me out because sometimes sometimes I need that. As men, we need the little pin popping you know sometimes our head gets our head gets a little big and got to pop that head bring it back down to earth so i'm thankful for that but anyway so we're gonna go ahead and get a guy he's a local guy blind guy right we're gonna go ahead 
Yep, Robert Myers. Call him Blind Bob. Yep, Blind Bob. That's what I call him too. Like he's cool. Rebuilds cool. motors. Uh, super friendly. Does not know a stranger. It's super cool. So we're gonna go ahead. We're gonna try this out. We're gonna try to get him on the phone here, and we're gonna talk to him and and have him tell us about his story. So how he how he became blind because he wasn't born blind. He just Something happened in his life, and I'll let him tell a story. Something happened in his life that caused him to go blind. And um, at first, you know, he told me, he said he struggled with it at first, and then all of a sudden something happened, and and now he – you would never know he's blind, honestly. He walks around that shop. He still works every day, works at a shop, never let it slow him down. So I'm not going to talk anymore about it. I'm going to let him do all the talking, so we're going to call him real quick. And I don't have the fancy little plug in to plug it into the input, so we're just gonna set him up here close to the mic. Heartland. Robert. Yes. Yes, sir. Hey, you are live on White Tails and White Lines, and uh, you know we wanted to use you on the show because you're a pretty inspirational guy. Absolutely. <laughs> and I know. See, this is the humbleness of Bob. Like he doesn't. He's a humble guy. Like. He thinks it's a joke. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Robert, can you do us a favor? Just tell us your story. Um, I, I've kind of, I've kind of given everybody a preview of like that you are a blind guy, but you haven't yep. always been blind, correct? Nope. Okay, so tell us your story. What happened? Well, I had a major heart attack and five bypasses, and after the operation, they put me on a. Uh, um, Oh my goodness! What do you call those? The uh, breathing machine, the life. Oh yeah. Um, and um, I had three strokes. Wow. While I was on that machine for ten days, and then uh, uh, it took the three strokes took my optical nerves. Crazy. So yeah. So and then uh, after it, after it happened, like what what's what's some of the things you went through? When you realize that you're not going to be able to see again, uh, what what the heck I was going to do? Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what I was going to do, right? And so, and I didn't want to sit around doing nothing, watching, listening to the TV or radio, right? Right, absolutely. So, I actually um, we actually did a little bit of traveling, and I did fishing for one year um, up in Thornapple uh, Lake, up in uh, Michigan, right. And then uh, after I got a little bit better and everything else, we moved to Missouri. And then uh, my cousins kidnapped me and told me I was staying. But uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, I was trying to figure out something to do. So I actually bought a junk motor from a junkyard because I built hot rod motors and motorcycles and everything before. Right. And... Uh, so I tore the whole dang thing apart, put it all back together, and put it in the dang truck, and that was the end of that. I actually uh, hooked up with Jesse Murray then, mm -hmm. in which we built a lot of hot rods and rat rods, and um, uh, figured out, actually hooked up with Ryan Rehab Services of the Blind okay. um, in Kansas City, and hooked up, uh, they hooked me up with computers that talk, and everything else i've got computers everywhere right you know that helped me through the day doing all this work and everything 
scheduling and for looking up. In fact, that's what I was doing when you called. I was looking up a part. Right. I know so, I've been to the shop and I've heard you like talk to Siri and it's it's so crazy how awesome it's actually awesome and super inspirational to watch you sit there by yourself and nobody we're not helping you, you know, unless nope. unless we have to. And you can heck you can run the remote and uh it's nuts. Like you'll sit up there and be like you'll yeah, your computer talks to you, which that took yeah. me a little bit to get used to sitting in the shop listening to it. I'm like, what the heck is going on? But obviously i realize what it's for but it's it's super cool because like like in the mornings you show up there in the mornings and you turn the music on by yourself you know and it's all on a remote you can't see the remote but you've done it enough times that you're like okay count you push power and then count twice to the right and bam you got pandora and we got music for the rest of the day yeah and then even like with my papers that are my computer um uh, some of the things it won't read, I can print out and then put under another computer and it'll read it to me. Wow. Or like when my tickets from the automotive store come in, yep. I can put them underneath this little computer reader that I have and it'll read them completely to me. What the billing is, what, you know, what's what. That's crazy. Everything. So, no, it's, it's, and then they give me this phone. Took me a little bit to figure it out because I mean I just had a old flip top that you know was like a normal phone and I could dial it and everything. But this thing is a flat screen and it talks to me and does everything. Yeah, that's for, awesome. So, but it's you know it's a uh, by a company called Teltex okay. out of uh, Kansas City also. Right. And uh, they put a tap system in it for the blind, and then you can just run a regular phone. Awesome. Like everybody has, it's an i7, so um, it's still good. I'm still learning on it, though. Oh yeah, of course. There's a lot of stuff to them. I'm sure. I'm sure every so, day is a learning experience. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Because <laughs> I mean, what happens if somebody moves your shoes? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, yeah, <laughs> and I got to search for them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That that's not cool. Like that ain't no fun. Off your day or or when I drop or... a bullet. Yeah, that would be rough. And I got to get down on my hands and knees and search for it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so that's crazy. So tell me about like, okay, so what are some of the the things you struggled with the most? Um, you know, after after you became blind and you finally got the, you started to get the hang of things and you started walking around and figuring your way out. But like, what were some of the things that took the longest to get used to? Um, probably not seeing people. Yeah, I'm sure. And, but my hearing picked up exceptionally well and everything. So I could start hearing people and how they walk. Right. And I could tell who it is. You know, like, just like a gentleman that walk, uh, is across the street from us. Um, he comes up and sees me every day. Awesome. And stuff. And I can hear him coming. Wow. I know when he's coming or when somebody else is walking down the sidewalk. Just by the way he walks. That's so cool. That's that's so, super awesome. But not getting, not seeing people is really hard. You're right. You know, and stuff. And then, uh, like my wife, she uh, tells me who they look similarly like. Right. And stuff. So I get a picture in my head of you know because I wasn't blind for fifty years. Right. Right. And then boom. So. Who'd your wife say Brady look like? <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. 
<laughs> but it, 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 it just was, I guess, not seeing my grandkids because I have 32 grandkids that is and one great-grandchild. Wow. And not seeing the kids and stuff, but they seemed to work around with me, you know, on right. it and stuff and everything. So it's still cool. That is awesome. I, mean, I think I think you're a huge inspiration for a lot of people. I like just just hearing your story and and how it is, and and me personally knowing you personally, and yeah. uh, you know watching how you do things. I think it is the coolest thing ever. The only thing that I really miss is driving because, like, I could, you know, I used to get in my car and go pick up my grandkids, take them to breakfast, and then drop them off and. Or do whatever, or right. um, actually rode Harleys for thirty years. Right, you know, thirty-five years plus. I really miss that. That's and then, uh, but yeah, riding Harleys and driving, and even though I won the burnout contest, you know, up at RJ Racing's and stuff, but still, I and mean, you won it. Was cool. You won yeah. it blind, correct? I know. Yeah. <laughs> Like, wins a, a burnout contest blind. A blind guy won the burnout contest. And I was breaking in my motor. That's Yeah, that's awesome. Super cool. So Super awesome. But yeah, it was cool, you know, thanks to Jesse and all them, too. Absolutely. Because he built the rest of the truck and stuff. And uh, it, it, was, it was awesome. That's so cool. totally awesome. So, but yeah, it's... Uh, it's it's been great though. I mean, I haven't given up. A lot of people just give up, right? And sit in their house for the rest until they die, you know? Right. And there was going to be none of that with me. No, definitely not. And so, you can see it. You, I don't think you ever miss a day of work. I've never not seen you at the shop ever. No, or I'm out fishing. Right, like one or the other. Yeah. <laughs> so fishing or shooting guns just don't touch my shoulder. Right. Right. See that <laughs> that's something to think about. A blind yeah. guy shooting a pistol. So you got to watch what you say because his hearing is a lot better than ours, and he knows exactly where you're standing. Like yeah. I, don't, you know, you know the show Daredevil, right? Comic book. Yeah. Okay, so he, that guy went blind, right? And they said that his hearing, you know, elevated. So, and I've yeah. talked to other blind people that you know say that once they lose their eyesight, that their hearing goes up incredibly. And your smell, your touch, your especially. So all your other you senses know? heighten, basically. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I have a little bit of difficulty with my fingers because I contracted for so long and finished concrete and right. dealt with so many chemicals and stuff that it's messed up my hands. But I still, you know, it, they're extremely sensitive now. That is wicked. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I ain't giving up. Heck yeah. Well, that's awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, we're going to let you go, but, uh, you keep being you and, uh, thank you for being a part of this and coming on the show. I think what we're going to do is, I think what we've decided is, uh, I think we're going to call you every, once a week, every week, and we're just going to talk to you about what you've been doing. We're going to call it the blind Bob segment. Like it'll be a 10 minute segment of segment of what you're doing. Right on. So, well, next week it should be, uh, Building a motor for a 50 Chevy uh, that we got in here. That's and, awesome. Um, Going to be a pretty badass. Uh, whoops. Well, yeah, I don't know right. if I can say that. But <laughs> anyways, uh, it's going to be a sweet <laughs> little uh, ride <laughs> for the street and strip. Awesome. So, but, and then uh, we've got a bunch of toys over here we're playing with. Cool, cool. Right well, now. So. At least, at least that way we, we can always count on you. We'll always have you in here. 
you know, once once a week our weekly podcast. We'll just do our blind Bob segment, and uh, it'll be awesome. Cool. All right, buddy. Well, we'll you be good. You. We'll see you, Bob. Uh-huh. Have a good day, sir. All right, then. Bye. Bye. Dude, how about that guy? He's pretty good. That is so sure. awesome. Like, I don't know. So he just gets like it really makes you think about life. Yeah. You know, life is life can be very short, and like he got. I mean, can you imagine being able to see for that long, and then all of a sudden it's taken away just like that? You know, he was talking about how the biggest thing was that was not seeing people. Right. You know, like right now, a lot of people are having difficulties not going out and seeing people because of this whole quarantine thing. You right. Know what I mean? And it's just like, man, imagine that guy, you know? Yeah. Just like, all of a sudden not being able to see anybody. Ever. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you don't even, like, it's crazy to think about because you don't even get to look in the mirror at yourself anymore. Right. And so many people out there are so worried about what they look like, and I'm guilty of it. I guarantee you I'm 100% guilty of it. I'll get up in the morning, and if I don't look good, I don't feel good. But, like, and then you talk to him, and you're like, wow, well, he don't even, he don't know. All he's got is memories of what he looked like the last time he got dressed or the last time he was in the hospital, you know, and then all of a sudden, boom, it's gone. Yeah. So, like, don't take that stuff for granted, folks, because it's, uh, it could go away real quick. But, no, I just, like, stuff like that. Like, that's what this show's going to be about. Like, it's going to be about hunting, fishing, men being men and doing what we do. And we're going to talk about why we think the way we do. And I think that'll be pretty interesting. It'll be helpful for a lot of people, I think. Um, and of course we're all different, but, uh, just the outdoors and positive thinking and, and just things that can help people, not just your typical fall asleep. I can't listen to this podcast anymore. So, and, uh, we're going to have some super cool guests. I know of a rodeo clown, pretty good buddy of mine. He's actually commenting. There's a few of them, actually, which kind of cool. Sean and Dustin Jenkins, my boys. <laughs> uh, I'm going to probably try to get Dustin on this deal. And we need to get Sean on here. Sean, if you're still listening, um, we're going to have to get you on here and talk about the NFR and the bullfights. Because he went down there and uh, he – I don't know if you've ever seen Sean Stutzman in the barrel. Like, as a fellow barrel man – I, I actually bought a barrel from Sean, right? Yeah. And it, he told me, he said that he would pack his barrel from his garage to his driveway, like down to the mailbox. Well, it's a ways. And you know how heavy them barrels yeah, are. they're pretty heavy. They are heavy. And like, I mean, if you're packing that thing up and down. Okay, so I watched a video. You can find him on Instagram. Um, I think it's Stutzy Pro Rodeo Clown on Instagram. That guy... He packs a barrel so fast. He picks it up and just like damn near runs with it. It's the most intense thing I've ever seen in my life. That's inspirational because those things are heavy. And me being a 140-pound soaking wet guy, you know, and I got a big old aluminum like heavy barrel. To watch that, watch a guy just – and I mean granted, you get on Sean's Instagram, you'll see he's in the gym all the time. He's a big guy. Uh, But he said – he actually said that, you know, he wanted to be the best barrel packing fool there is. And after watching those videos from uh, the bullfights in Vegas during the NFR, probably by far the fastest guy in the barrel. Like, there's some awesome guys. Like, uh, but like, he looks up. It's funny as barrel men, we all kind of look up to the same guys, and like, 
for your comedy stuff like that, you're always thinking about Justin Rumford. Uh, he's the like first guy on, on your brain for some reason, and I think it's because Rump's so uh, contagious. Like his laughter and just him being a fat, funny rodeo clown. Like that's funnier. That that's funny as hell by itself. Like and when you ever if you've ever seen a 350 pound guy in a spandex Spider-Man suit go and jump on a fence and cling to the fence. That by itself is hilarious. So it's uh I mean it's it's funny. You yeah. know what I mean? And I'm sure he's you know gotta be definitely positive to be doing that. You know? Oh yeah, for sure. for sure. Rump and then okay, when it comes to barrel packers, Robbie Hodges. Like Robbie Hodges is a beast. I've seen him get his head busted open, you know He's not afraid. Now, I will say this. Rump does have a picture. I think he was in California. He's got a picture. A bull has got the barrel stuck on his head, and Rump's inside that barrel. I think I've actually seen that. It's nuts. Yeah. So, but yeah. I had to do some research whenever I was, before I was jumping in that barrel. Right. See what, you know what I mean? Okay, so funny backstory on Dom here. So we put a bull riding together. It's the Electric City Inc. uh, presents... Uh, cowboying for a cause is bull riding. It was pretty awesome. It was a fun little deal. Tornado happened during the bull riding. That was cool. Um, but Dom, we decided we were just going to get him in the barrel. So we did. That's pretty fun. And uh, he, you it's could a really tell, heavy barrel. <laughs> it is heavy. And it was so muddy. Yeah. So muddy. But, and I mean, any of you guys that are listening, if you've ever been around a rodeo clown barrel, like they are heavy and they're. They're a little awkward because you don't have much room for your f- move, or you don't have much room to move your feet. So, like, yeah, if you've never done it before, it. It yeah, was just stationary. right, yeah, we just we set it out there in the middle, and he crawled out there and got in it, you know. And so, but that you know, it takes a special person. Like, That'd I was scared to death. You can ask Justin Rumford, you can ask Dusty Tuckness, Cody Webster. I was scared to death of that barrel until the first time I got rocked. In it, and then I realized, oh, it's not so bad. Like I was in Park, Kansas. I think that's the first time I really got it good. I was in Park, Kansas. It was raining and hailing, and it was crazy. And <laughs> this bull, like, I was like, well, the people are still in the stand, so I'm getting in my barrel and I'm taking it out right. there. It was the first rodeo that I had that new barrel from Sean, and uh, there was like. It's raining, and they're still bucking bulls, and I'm like, all right. So I get way out there because I'm like, okay, I'll just stay out of the way so nobody gets hurt. Well, so I get out there, and this big brown muley comes running. I'm talking, bucks the cowboy off right there at the buck and shoots and turns and sees me out there. I don't know how the hell he's seen me. He comes running, not a bullfighter around to check him down. And so I throw my hat to try to slow him down. He doesn't even slow down a bit. He hit that barrel so hard and like, holy crap, I thought I was dead. Like, but it got the fear out of the way right away. Like, it's it's kind of crazy. But anyways. You say you thought you was dead. You've been in some incidents where like you've hurt yourself or got hurt really bad from that anyways. Yeah, like I've, I mean? I've broken my neck. I've broken shoulders. Like, you know, just... Just, but that's part of it. That's you know, I, I I'm blessed. I I'm okay. I broke my neck and I'm walking around and you know every once in a while it gets pretty sore. But for the most part, I'm good to go. You know, I've never 
I, it's kind of one of those deals. Like I think JB Mooney says it best. You got to pay if you're going to play. You know, absolutely. If you're not tough enough to handle some of the bumps and bruises, you don't need to be out there. Um, especially like uh, bullfighters, like Webster. He's probably the toughest guy I've ever met. Like he was at the NFR, took a horn to the mouth, knocked out some teeth, went to a dentist. It looked like it was at on his couch, you know, and and was there the next night fighting bulls at the NFR. Like that's that's pretty awesome. Takes a pretty special person. Thank you. But so anyway, so this is kind of a podcast, a little bit about everything. We're gonna talk hunting. We're gonna talk rodeo. We're gonna talk pipelining. You know, uh, we're not gonna talk politics. I've decided. Probably not a good idea. You know what? <laughs> this whole world right now, everybody has to listen to politics. And there's so much of it. Uh, there's so much politics that it's it's almost sickening. Like I don't even want to talk about it. It just drives me nuts. I don't want to hear about it anymore. So we're gonna do positive stuff. We're not gonna talk about politics. But so coming up uh, here in the next few few weeks, we're gonna have a, a Missouri Highway Patrolman um, come on. He's a he's a big avid. Avid bow hunter, um, he's he's a pretty good guy, and he kills monster bucks every year that I've known him. So we're gonna get him on here, and we're gonna talk to him a little bit about uh, how he hunts and what he does. And then we're also going to uh, this is this one's gonna be good. I'm excited. We're gonna get a world champion bull rider on here, and he's gonna talk to us about positive thinking. And um, he's been around a while, and He's raising two boys, and I'm telling you, those two boys, you watch them on Facebook, and it's like, holy cow, they are the coolest kids ever. And it's funny, because it seemed like you'd watch them go from, like, breaking ponies to now they're riding bulls. Like, they are awesome. They're hands. So, we're going to get him on here. I'm not going to say names, not going to say who. If you know, you know. If not, too bad. It's a surprise. So, but anyways, well... I'm glad you got to come hang out. Definitely, man. Help me with the first one. Heck yeah. This is, it's just a little pilot. This is just a little preview. I don't know if we're going to do the whole going live thing all the time. We might until, uh, everything gets set up where we can get everything on, uh, Spotify. It's just going to take a, a little couple days probably and I'll get everything loaded. Um, but it, white tails, white lines, um, you know, just hunting outdoors, men being men, why we do what we do. It's it's gonna be fun. So and and like I would like to like my my plan with this was was like we're gonna do this probably once a week and once a week I want to get somebody inspirational once a week, somebody that will touch other people by telling their story. Like just because there's so much negative in the world right now, I feel like some positive will help. Seems like even on the news, you flip it on and it's something negative. Yeah, it's always something bad. I don't even think the news knows how to, you know, talk about anything positive, you know. So we're gonna we're gonna try to change things, you know. Okay. One person at a time. That's all it takes. Hey, one person making an impact. That's yeah. it. Absolutely. So I want to thank everybody on Facebook because we are also Facebook Live. So thanks everybody for hanging out with us, um, <laughs> Jeff. Jeff. Okay, this is this is funny. I gotta I gotta go on this little story real quick. I was working in Wisconsin and I met a family, Jeff and Sherry. 
I'm not going to put your last name out there because I don't know if you're going to – you might get some stalkers, Jeff. You're a pretty good-looking guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so so Jeff and Sherry, they became like almost like mom and dad to me because they were neighbors in the campground, of course, and I would play music for them, and, and we'd eat together and hang out, and we'd pray together, and it, it was super fun, super good people. And he's like, what did you say, Brady? White lies? No, white lines. White tails and white lines because we're always traveling down the road doing something. And this podcast, it, it's going to be awesome because we can take it with us everywhere we go. So if I'm working, we can do it in the camper once a week. So it'll be it'll be super fun. I'm really excited. Um, you know, it's not going to be every day where we get get to have people, co-hosts, you know, with us um, just because we are so busy and especially in the summertime when we're working. So... But no, I'd like to thank everybody for hanging out, watching, um, share it, tell people about it. This is gonna be this is gonna be a fun deal. I'm excited to get this podcast.